you're listening to Strange Fruit. So sit back, grab a beverage, as we kick off these topics that deal with black lives on a day-to-day basis. You know, the things that you like to say, but you can't say? Well, that's what we're here for. So, Nikki, tell me about White Blessings. Uh, okay, let me start with the facts. So, Lecrae, um, the hip-hop gospel artist, was on a panel with the CEO of Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathy, and a uh, local mega church pastor in Atlanta, white pastor, um, Pastor Giglio, Louis Giglio. And they were talking about slavery, and Giglio basically was saying, I think we need to... Uh, we don't understand the curse of slavery is white people and we say it was bad but we miss the blessing of slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in and you know he's speaking Lecrae is nodding um, in addition he said that he wanted to change he felt that for him the term because of white privilege that because the term makes so many white people so angry that maybe they should look at it as white blessings and he personally likes to call it white blessings because you know although it was birthed out of a, of a curse again the, the blessing of slavery allows white people to exist in what they exist in and then um so you know this goes on uh, and then later on the CEO of Chick-fil-A uh, Dan Cathy he comes over and he um, basically shines Lecrae's sneakers as a sign of humility. And then he offers him a hug. And then Lecrae basically laughs and asks him for Chick-fil-A stock options. And he don't say nothing. So my issue with so much of it is on so many different angles. Did have Now let me ask you, have you seen it did you read it adrian did you see <laughs> what before i go in what, what did you i'm gonna try to keep it? i'm gonna try to keep my part short because i have waited for this all day <laughs> I, waited, <laughs> I have i have i have sat, I, I sat down and i meditated i did like the whole rocky montage because <laughs> i was like all i have to do is ask nikki nikki tell us about white blessings let me tell you, man. And, but I did read it to answer your question. Okay, my bad. okay. I, I I did read it. Um, and it had we discussed this yesterday, swear jar would have been full. Like I like like today, if we start talking about it enough, I'll I'd have got be blessings, some gift over. cards, some food oh, yeah. blessings. <laughs> oh yeah, because had we been had we talked about it yesterday, I probably would not have been in as good a place. Um, yeah, and it would have gone off the rails quickly. Today, I'm still disgusted um, for a lot of reasons, and I didn't even see uh, one of the things that you had brought up, where Lecrae supposedly really went in with um, some women on on the topic, but I saw the white blessings because Dwayne said something about it. Dwayne, who hadn't been on the show yet, who refuses, no, <laughs> but who just hasn't been yet. Um, but when he mentioned that, I was like, what's a white blessing? Like, I, I literally, y'all, y'all, you know, we were talking about it before we came on. And I was like, really sounding just all goofy. Like, what is a white blessing? How can that be? I mean, it sounds, it does sound terrible. What that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's, how, how bad could something that's called a blessing be? And then I, then I read it. Somebody I know shared it. I was like, oh. <gasps> Like, yes, this is, this is quite possibly the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, and, and, it's yeah, but I've so been, many layers to it. I mean, I wasn't even expecting you to ask anything. Like I had a mouthful of chili. That's okay. The, Adrian, tell me. I was like, oh, oh I just thought you was about to go off. The so shoe like, shine. Every. I mean, like you again. We we spoke briefly about this yesterday, and yesterday I was really it was fresh because. You know, not only did um, you have Giglio's apology and stuff, but you also had the thing that J. Cole released and how, you know, for the most part, J. Cole was getting drugged for tone policing, uh, you know, black women and, you know, Lecrae was being added into the mix because he was criticized for 
his response on the stage, which was no response. Now, in Lecrae's defense, he said very openly um, on his uh, on his IG, he said, I'm going to actually go to it right now. Let me flip to it. And what he said was, hey, you know, I have had, I'm, I'm paraphrasing right now until I get to it. What he said was, um, he's processing a lot. He was trying to be diplomatic and gracious, and he missed an opportunity to care for the people I came to represent. I knew I was uncomfortable, but I was so excited to educate. I still have gaps in my education. Also, one thing that he said, I mean, before I finish reading it, Bernie's King. Lecrae said to, that? Yes. And Bernie's oh. King was supposed to be there as well, but didn't come for health reasons. So he ended up mm. being the only person of color there. Only black person. He says, this is what he said that stood out for a lot of people. I have a lot of racial trauma. After spending the last few years battling racism within the evangelical church, I was in a dark place. In that interview, I feared going back there. I'm healing, but not healed. I'm definitely protecting myself from a breakdown. I want to be clear. I'm sorry for anyone who was let down and hurt. This was good for me in many ways. It burns, but it burns in a helpful way. Lamentations 3 has comforted me. I'm grateful for the love, even the tough love. And um, I think the issue was that, well, there's multiple issues. You know, again, the white blessings thing is so tone deaf. The fact that um, Pastor Giglio did not even acknowledge it as wrong until it went viral and he was criticized. Again, that's a whole nother issue of white America being triggered by the thought that they may not, people may not think I'm good. It's like nothing, you know, okay, but what you did wasn't good, but as long as I still think it's good, you're okay with it. The only thing that seems to move you is when I think you may not be, when you think I think that you may not be good anymore. That's that's problematic and that is like, that is steeped in so much pride and lack of humility and to have that come out of the church and I understand I, as Lecrae said, I do understand where he was trying to go with it. You know, it was, you know, it sounded like a real good, as you say, word salad. You know, hey, you know, let's, yeah. uh, we don't like, let's, you know, let's get white folk talking about this privilege thing. You know, everyone's angry with Robin D'Angelo. And I say we just, how about we rebrand it? Call it White Blessings. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where I was kind of like that's uh, no no that's again we white yeah. that's that same pattern of whitewashing history that is that same pattern of I'm not comfortable with it so I don't want to say what it is let me call it what I want it to be even if it's not true it is gaslighting and deflecting the conversation even in that thing with uh, Dan Cathy shining his shoes you shined his shoes and in tears Shine the sneakers and you wanted a hug. He Holy Ghost Jr. He got to, you know, extend a <laughs> hug to you for your, you know, and forgive you of your sins. But when he asked something for real of you, how about them stock options? You was quiet as a church mouse. Yeah, he's like, hey, wait a minute. Look now. See, you know, this 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 thing is that I believe that there is a behavior in white America that centers itself off of the need to feel like black folks think they good. And they will even, they will hurt us, do everything to us, and then come to us, they'll sin against us, and then come to us for forgiveness and restoration. And as soon as they get it, it's they're going on about their business. And honestly, we need to stop being Holy Ghost, but we ain't God. Let them go to God the way we do. When, when yeah, you get towed to... up and your kids get gaslit in school, because they got all this stuff going on, what you got to do? You got to go to God. You got to pray about it. You got to figure out your feelings and sort it out. And you got to, you know, when you're mad at your husband and wife and you do wrong, you got to go to God and sort it out. We have got to stop being the subconscious of, you know, white America and, and you know, at, at the expense of our own psyche. And, um, you know, while I understand Lecrae's sentiment, I'm concerned... I'm concerned about his fear, which we know it was fear. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to go back to... His fear of not wanting to go back to that place. And I don't know if he... I I, I doubt that that's what he felt on stage. I think on stage what he felt is like what a lot of us feel when we like the only person in the room. Like, uh uh-oh. That awkward, like, wait a minute. I can't shake it. 
He's yeah, he's endured is. some financial trauma just because you know he's lost oh, a yeah, lot of I money. Know, I know there are a lot of fans that I remember when he first really started talking about it, and yeah. I see it on his page. Like I have sympathy yes. for Lecrae, yeah, because I follow him on Instagram and I follow his page, and I know you know if I miss it, Dwayne will hit me up and be like, "Nearly," you know, and 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 um, I'll see the things that people say to him whenever he's speaking the truth about yes. racial issues and it's always like you're just trying to pacify the left and you're doing this and it's like um it's like i said today in my post which nobody cares about really except i'm just saying this one thing because one of my friends was like say man we're gonna use that quote i'm gonna quote you in our in our talk this week we know you know those talks we've been having mm-hmm. the forum with michelle and he said that's a great quote i wrote it down but to us, racism isn't partisan. Like it's not. Yes. A, it, we we like black people. That's that's the, that's one of the things that um, when we have these discussions, and and um, I guess, okay, Bishop, promise we're not doing the two hour. We're not we're not gonna go completely <laughs> off. But like I always feel like you know let's put some background to it. Let's get back to this place. You know. Yeah. But one of the things that always happens whenever we talk, and I try to talk fast so that we just get there. But one of the things that always seems to happen whenever any of us, because I know all three of us at some point in time have engaged people in these conversations, like yes. real honest conversations about racism. And maybe it's just from a post and then they come on our page and they start gaslighting us or throwing, you know, mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. throwing out all this stuff. And and most of what they throw at us is is equate, you know, I equate to a, a word salad. Like mm-hmm. we get the word, we, we get the word salad daily. And usually that word, usually that word salad consists of some point at which they say, but or what about? Yes. And at that point, we have they, they are trying to steer us off of whatever we've been talking about. If I say like something, if I say something about the protest, mm-hmm. immediately I know somebody's what about the looters? Yes. And the, the 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 problem with even engaging those people is is like thousandfold, but there's a couple of couple of things a problem with. First of all, that's not what I brought up. Exactly. Now, looting may be a problem. And what they automatically skip over is that two or three or four or five or six things can be true at the same time. At the same but time. As, exactly. And we can talk about those things or you can bring it up in a post, and that's what we'll stay with. But when you're on my post, I've learned when somebody says that, I say, the first thing I say, well, first of all, we're not talking about that. And then I give them the, an imperative. Stay on topic. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you will not come in here and all lives matter every one of my posts about a particular topic. Yeah. Because you feel hurt at this moment. We, we can flesh this out and then we can talk about the looters in a separate post. We can talk about this other thing that you want to what about me on in another post. I will be completely honest and transparent because I don't defend black people who will go in and destroy property. The problem is that I know you are only bringing up the looters because you think all of the looters are black. Even That's though, it. You're... And you even don't care you about the property follow, either. You, you really don't. You don't care about really the property because... either. You are taking the opportunity to browbeat and disdain black yeah. Americans because let's face it, America's favorite, plas- favorite pastime is talking about us. Yeah, they, they, love, to, they, love, they love to talk to... about us yeah in the negative in while the negative. simultaneously while simultaneously just eating up our culture and appropriating our culture and benefiting and, and, and doing the yeah. same things that we're doing so that it's just America's favorite pastime for you know the last several hundred years has been oppressing in some way whether it physical emotional or intellectual degrading um you know uh black folk black the black exactly. psyche black bodies black psyche black mm-hmm. everything and so that behavior it's, is so ingrained in us that it is it's second nature it's second and nature think, and they feel like even though it hasn't been as of as much as of late because they're like oh they're getting hip the people who do this and this is not a you know you always yeah, put yeah. that disclaimer out Blanket. there this is not an indictment indictment of all white people yeah this is an indictment of those people whether they be white, Latino, whatever they want, because I know we got some, you know, got there are lots of Latino Trump supporters. There's some black people 
who constantly there's no such thing if black people you know come in so i just tell you tell them don't you come in here and morgan freeman my post <laughs> like there are there are so many but but the thing is they want to you know those people that come in there they first of all they don't care about whatever they're asking about like you said they they could care less don't give a damn and so they're going what about this and then they because they know at some point you kind of want to defend your people secondly they only get their information from one or two horrible sources it's either fox news or breitbart because and i know this it. because i have had conservatives because i've had conservatives tell me oh well i trust this outlet and and a couple of those outlets i started going to and i was like yeah this outlet is pretty you know like they if the conservatives do something wrong they're on it and if the if the um if the liberals or the progressives do something wrong they're on it so i'm like okay I, okay i'm gonna run so now those there are two sources in particular that that some some conservatives have said yeah we trust these sources i guess because they may not realize that those those sources are as unbiased as they are or at least as moderate as they are and so now I'm like, oh, you told me you like these sources. So if I go to this source and I see this story and I see it told this way, I'm going to use this on you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know. So so in reality, the only two sources that, that most of these people who come and argue on your post are, even though they say they follow these other sources, are Breitbart and Fox. The way I know this is because I've had like two or three people always, Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. And I'm like, hey, did you see that article where there were hate groups trying to frame Antifa by starting up fake Twitter pages and Twitter caught them yeah. and they took it down and it's not Antifa it's actually these hate groups did you see this other article where these two guys that are trying to be part of the Boogaloo shot police officers did you see that um, they, don't, they don't see any of these things did you see this where uh, it's not mostly most of the protesters are peaceful but it, it and, and this is from your these are from sites that you say you trust um where the protesters are peaceful and it's people trying to make the protesters look bad, diminish the protests that are doing these things and these stories are out now. Like it's it's obvious that it's happening. Yeah. Antifa, but what about Antifa? The only person still talking about Antifa really is Trump and Fox News and Breitbart. Those are the only outlets that are still talking about Antifa. And everybody else is kind of like, oh no, look what's happening. Look at this. Look at this. And so when you when you see that. You realize that those people yeah. don't they're not they're not even seeking out real information. They are not so, at all. They are not at all. And you know, this uh this gaslighting is going on on levels that are just like unimaginable. This on your mama conversation as well, that maybe when we gotta pick up soon. Um yeah. oh definitely. Where all of a sudden I have so many um white counterparts who love Nancy Green and admire her and I'm white and I don't understand why you want your history erased and PepsiCo is effed up and I'm upset and blah 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 and black people shouldn't be a victim they should be proud and all of these things and I'm just going you know this is a at this point I won't even engage this logically or because no. it's, it's just a white lash so my education to you know to people you know has been you know outside of hey do you understand what a mammy is and all that other good stuff yeah it is um look you know when you engage this conversation and you ask me um why i don't care and i tell you why i don't care and why i'm not enraged and why i am okay with it being removed even though that is not the right even though that ain't the point um you know, your response to me, I pretty much am, you know, I, I the, what I do, I call it out as being mean. And those are some of the words that I use. Mean, condescending, dismissive. Oh, yeah. You know, because whenever I, um, that I see seems to often like trigger a, a lot of uh, people that are struggling with those biases and oh, yeah. that, that oh, you know, yeah. tell them they're mean. But, you know, I want to circle back to Lecrae to another point that I had about Lecrae and J. Cole, mm -hmm. what was controversial about Lecrae and why he was kind of getting drugged. So, um, he kind of went hard oh, on women. some uh, women in his uh, responses. And then you have a few people who have come out, a uh, few women have done some posts on him that have kind of gone viral about 
how Lecrae has added to the or the Christian version of it is that you know Lecrae has added to some of the issues that black females face in evangelical spaces where you know we have to our tone has to be right we have to have a soft demeanor we have to be this essence of this imagined Proverbs 31 woman which is always it always gathers me it never ceases to amaze me on a side note how people Mm -hmm. make this woman so demure and I'm like have you read it she was a boss like she, she what are you talking about she had a whole staff and you know, clearly she was running it, you know. But their boss don't fit their narrative. They want it to they want, you know. Yeah, they they want that demure me, you know, and then um everything from, you know, make sure you covered up in sackcloth and ashes. And I think that, you know, on the secular side, you have women who feel like, now I know you did sit up there in that white man face and not say nothing, and you gonna come in my neck. <laughs> you know, because that's right? that's the sentiment that nah, you keep that same energy. You should have kept that energy with him that you're trying to bring to me. Um, exactly, that's the real sentiment. But then the second leg of that sentiment is coming out of the Christian community, where um, you know, female, uh, black female evangelicals are saying, you know, hey, um, Lecrae, you've contributed to the misogyny that keeps a lot of us bound in this particular profession, so to speak. And you have contributed to a lot of the, by your, um, you've contributed to a lot of that. So for you to come at, you know, women like this in your area of repentance, as if we need to be softer or whatever in understanding, it adds to this narrative that there's something wrong with black women. That that yeah. we you know and so I think that's the underlying thing there that kind of has people saying we're upset with you on all sides and now I totally understand and I've been where I've been where Lecrae was the only difference is I think I experienced that as a kid yeah and probably early yeah. early in my career you know I have experience enough to learn to navigate it. It seems like I don't, you know, what I gather from him too, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to completely articulate this, but it seems as if, I think what bothers me the most is that when he was rejected by white fans who, they called him a liberal. They said he was left or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was so hurt by that. Yeah. And he still got residual hurt by it because he often does videos and stuff where he's trying to explain over people people been attacking him for four years. And he's still yeah. trying to explain that he's not a liberal and that he's not this and he's not that. It bothers me. He's trying to fix that. It bo- yes, it bothers me that he's still answering to that. It bothers me that the rejection took him down a, a path of depression and drugs um, because yeah. it makes me question, not for him, but I feel like we all have to question. Everybody's got to that, get to that point. What is the motivation? Is the true, is the motivation acceptance? Is the motivation like, and and, and, and what was it that you, I don't understand how a, a a black person from where he was from yeah is able to convince themselves that 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 we're post racial uh, yeah i mean I, 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 and I, 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 I hate to pose it like this too because i don't want it to sound like i'm attacking him because i truly respect uh lecrae as an artist and i believe you know he's a man of god just like you know I believe he's a Christian. He loves the Lord. And I consider, you know, that's a brother in Christ. But there's some things that bother me and don't sit well there with me about, even though he's transparent about his insecurities. And I think what doesn't sit well is not so much what's wrong with Lecrae, but like, hey, can we unpack what was wrong with him so we can try to apply it to our lives? Because that bothers me. 
it bothers me that that was part of his sunken place. So who else is sunken? You know what? What you know? I I'm kind of a. I really don't even know how to uh, completely articulate it, Adrian. It's just uh, one of those no, things I, I that just... It's like, I think, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth. No, no, I, yeah, I'm trying but, to process it. No, but but I think part of it is, okay, so this hurts you more than maybe your black fans feeling like in this moment, maybe they need you more than yes. the evangelicals do. Like I, because I feel you got like it. Thank you. We are in this moment, um, and and you know I'm even sometimes careful about what I express to a degree. Maybe not as much as I used to be, but uh, but we all kind of like there. There are moments, there are days, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I get so sick of hearing people, you know, hurt. Or not even hurt, just just heaping ugliness on you because something like like there's no other for some reason America engenders this feeling uh, where if someone feels like something could be better, then that's automatic grounds for dismissal. Uh, at least yes. on the on the like uh, at least among like racist people and people who you know yeah where else are you gonna get it? like that's the go to. And it's always been like a go-to racist trope. If you don't like it here, why don't you go back to where you came from? Yes. You, some, you know, and it's like, no. Like, how about we just make it better? How about like, like, like when somebody messes yeah. when something is not perfect, you don't, you know, if, if we'll I just if make I'm, a few improvements. If, yeah. If 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 I make a steak or if I make a meal. And somebody says, this is a little bland. I'm like, well, why don't you just go back to where you came from? Or why don't you just take it back to the store there? And we just start all over. Why don't you know? I'm, not, I'm like, okay, let me add a little salt. Let me add a little pepper. Let me make it better. Let me improve it. And like, except for us, when we, when there's certain suggestions on process improvement, not only are they not received, but then, like as you said, the option is shut up or get out. Yeah, it's always it's like you. We, as a matter of fact, I saw I saw the worst rant, which is sometimes I just I'm just like I'm gonna get off of social media. I'm not gonna look at no comments in Yahoo or wherever, because because you just when I'm feeling like okay, maybe there's some people who are allies and there are people you know and and we're understanding each other better. Black people understand mm-hmm. each other better. All these things happen. Then if you read the comments or at that moment, that's when you're gonna see that rant from a, a racist. And I saw one, and this lady was like, "We gave you this." And we, you just take your black mongrel asses on, mm-hmm. and, and and I was like, why is it so painful to let something be as good for somebody as it is for you? Why why does that bother you so much? Like, and I was talking to a friend the other day. I, there are people that want to see us dead because yeah. we are not because we are darker, and yeah. it's really like it's almost that simple. It's like. We are darker and we like different foods, a different music, a different like it is it, it, and it is there's no other reason. But there are people who are prepping, you know, <laughs> like they're prepared. Is. There are people preparing yeah. right now to make sure we die, you know. And uh, that's their life. Can yeah. you imagine? They can you imagine? Formation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you imagine how deep your hate something has to be for you to feel like that's your main emphasis and it doesn't make any sense I don't understand that level of hate I don't like if I don't like somebody I don't talk to them I don't deal with them I don't want to you know and I mean I don't want to police them I don't want to abuse them I avoid them I don't want to yeah I don't spend time I don't focus I definitely don't focus I don't hyper focus on I just don't like you you know what I mean like that's that's how I am I'm like I don't like you so therefore I will not make you an integral part of my everyday existence I won't you won't be the reason I wake up with them vigor and vitality to go attack some new car. You won't be anything to me. So it's so weird to me that there are people in the world who can hate anything so much that their main focus is preparing to hate that thing more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's, it's the weirdest thing to me. So all of this stuff that we've been dealing with in these past few weeks, 
always goes back to like the angel mama thing. Like I told some lady tried to gaslight me to my I bet you don't know her whole story. She <laughs> should be somebody to be admired. No, 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 yeah, no, no. that's like, what yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first of all, she got cheated all, all her money. Her family is still trying to get her money. Still Secondly, trying to get it. Like, ain't no way. I told that lady straight up. I said, ain't no way you're going to try to convince me that a beautiful black woman being the mascot for some syrup is like something that should be looked up to and admired. And all of you people who keep saying that you think you thought the she was part of your childhood and she was making this serve for you. No, you Y'all didn't. are lying. No, that's you the new that's, that's the new thing to shut us such, up. That's a lie. Yeah, Her serve ain't even so best fake. selling. It ain't even that good. <laughs> right? My people so, people buy more K roll and black burns than they two H nasty syrup in and it's uh, somebody sitting with a can of steams. It's somebody sitting with a can of steams on their table right now. That old thick molasses ass syrup that yeah. people like, you know, that old country shit. Yeah. But so, like, ain't nobody, so you can't It don't tell even me. taste good with biscuits. Like, yeah. what is y'all talking yeah. about? Like, you <laughs> like, know, it's, it's, it's only good on ego. Yeah. So don't, don't do this to me. Don't, you know, don't gas like me like this. Don't, don't make me think that I'm stupid. And I guess, Round, not, you know how I always seem to take the road around Jericho to get to Jerusalem. All the way back to White Blessings, I'm like, why do you need to feel comfortable? Like any other time, they would want, when, 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 when there's sin, whether it be any kind of sin, whether it be sins of past, present, you know, whatever. Whenever there's something that's been a problem, the church is like, you got to hit it head on and you got to talk about it. You but gotta, now we want to rename. Yeah, now it's like, we want to well, rename this. If, if, if this makes people uncomfortable, it's like, well, it's an uncomfortable talk. It's an uncomfortable discussion. And, and every pastor has their eagle stirs his nest feet or her nest feet. Yeah. Where they talk about you got to make the nest uncomfortable. That's right. So the, the baby birds want to leave. That's the way Decree life is. And declare, like, well, stand and declare boldly. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, call a thing, call things oh. out. Yeah. And you know, there is something that white America has to address about why they feel so comfortable conversing about diagnosing and solutioning things surrounding the Negro without the Negro's input. They literally will make up, they literally make up narratives without your input and believe it as say it's so. And they will Mm -hmm. have you in the room and do it without your input. And I mean, it doesn't matter. So with Aunt Jemima, who asked what the Negroes wanted? There's a whole conversation about Aunt Jemima and her history and what she means. She means this to me and I'm white, so she ought to mean this to black people. That narrative was created without the input. Nobody sought the input. When that man talked about white blessings, he was on the stage with a black leading evangelical, a black influencer, Christian influencer, and they did not ask him what he thought. They did not ask him what people thought. They decided this is what we're going to do. They didn't ask him what he wanted. They didn't ask him what do we need to repent. They said, I need to wash your shoes and cry and I need a hug. Yeah, I need a And that's what I think is is, that is the that is the core of the that is a that is a core fruit of the the root of whatever this spirit is that is this this hatred and this wrong and this bias and at this point in my life it's very difficult for me to take any christian seriously pastor or not that has no remedy that has the dust that cannot or refuses to speak on and acknowledge the real ills of racism because you cannot tell me the lord been speaking on the mount to you for decades ryan carpenter rod parsley Um, rod parsley and he ain't never he ain't never said none of this Right, he ain't never just he just gave you a moment, Bishop. <laughs> like, he never okay, told Bishop, you nothing like that. He never said none of that, you know. Like, and yeah. 
And, uh, you know, again, I just, the, even now, I saw, you know, was looking at a friend's post talking about all the diversity and inclusion officers that people are hiring. And, uh, you know, it is like people, white America gets together and says, what should we do to solve? First of all, what is the Negro's problem and what should we do to solve yeah. it? They said How can we that fix they wanted black more people? jobs. You know what we're going to do? I think to make them feel better, we should erase, we should change the label. We should change the label to make them feel better. That will, and I think they have endured so much. We'll change this label because it's so hurtful to them. You know what? I, you know, I don't know what the church has done. I know I own Chick Fil A, and I refuse to open on Sundays. You know what? You you want? I don't know what you want, but you know what? I think I need to shine your shoes and get a hug because I see you as equal. I'm okay with you touching me. Like what? Like. That's like, a, who does that? I, it's a I bad marriage. Not... It's a horrible, bad, bad, effed up marriage because it's like, it, it's like some, it's like a person that's been married 30 years and his wife leaves him for another man. She gone. And now he's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, when he goes to the marriage counselor, he's like, well, you know, she's like, you don't love me. And he's like, what do you mean I don't love you? I bought you a washer and dryer and some appliances every year. You know, right. I did that. I did that. So, what you, what you, know, you talking about? But you, you know, I just bought you a washer and dryer. That should make you happy. She's like, right. I got two degrees. I don't want to wash your dryer. You know, yeah, and I want some work. Yeah, now they're trying to repair something, but he refuses to acknowledge that, boo boo, she don't want to be a housewife and she don't want appliances. She never asked for them. She asked for time or she yeah. asked for something else. And, and that man is insisting upon. Well, I'm a good man, and I she don't gotta work, and I buy a plan. Every woman should be happy. Haven't I been good to you? You got the newest blender, the ninja bullet, <laughs> without asking. I got a new washer and dryer every five years, and I got your new fridge and a stove to cook. What is now, the look problem? Look at these pots and pans. Look at it. Yeah, look at it. I got these pots and pans from Williams Sonoma. I could have got them from Walmart. <laughs> Why you ain't happy? Right. You know that's I, love. Like, yeah, that's, that's love. love. And then he, and he wants he wants he he's trying to get his it and here's the thing. He's trying to get his wife back, but not back how she needs to be. He wanna back in the house. Still on his terms. Being happy with still the pasta pants. Still on his still terms. On his like terms. Still. And, and he's and not it's... changing or budging or hearing and then wondering why she's less like, you know what, I'm out. I ain't got time for this. Yeah. I'm I'm fatigued. And I'm reading the statement. You know, it's like, we understand the curse. And every time I read it, I'm like, I want to know how it made it from either keyboard to screen or pen to pad. And you read this. Because, I, you know, everybody proofread. You know, and I'm like, you he said, He this. said, but. He said, but. Yeah, which erases yeah. everything to the left of it. Let me read it for you. Because I know you're going to talk <sighs> about it. We Ooh. understand the curse that was slavery. White people do. And we say yeah, that we- was bad. But we miss the blessing of slavery. That it and actually right there, built up. Yes. Anointed middle finger in the middle of church. I got this. There you go, buddy. You take that and yeah. you run. Like, because when he said we miss the blessing of slavery, it's like, you about to screw up, bro. Like, you were really, like, that's usually, you know, like somebody would say, bro, just not, not that. I do want to ask you, did you read T.I.'s, uh, you know, <clears throat> Uh, comments in defense of uh, about this about Lecrae. He said that about Lecrae Le- exercised extreme caution during the incident. He he commended him for exercising extreme caution. And, I mean, yeah. you know, hey, stand by your bro. I guess but in the same city. I guess so. Maybe it and I understand. I understand. Like Lecrae has, he can't. And this one I want. This one I want to be like, uh, Tip, go take care of your wife, boo. You are not qualified. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> but expeditiously. I ain't gonna go, <laughs> go take there. care of your wife expeditiously. expeditiously. Go handle your house like, expeditiously, but go ahead. Exactly, you do. You, uh, you, you got plenty of stuff to worry about by yourself, bro. Like, but I guess my thing was, it's like I understand in the grand scheme of things why Lecrae felt in that moment. I mean, because we haven't. It's almost like. I used to work in in production, you know, before, you, you know, 
And so I worked on music videos and movies and, and then been around famous athletes and actors and, you know, all these people. And I remember when Tiger Woods, and you'd be like, how is this going to work? But yeah, just track with me for a second. I got I you. I when, got you. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember when Tiger Woods cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people that were so self-righteous. And I would never, I would never be a proponent of adultery. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, people, all these dudes are so self-righteous. Well, I would never cheat on my wife. And never, and, and, yeah, yeah. And then there were... Show and, your and, phone, uh, and uh, There was nope. so many... Yeah, exactly. Hold up the phone right now. There were so <laughs> many dudes that were like, man, that dude, he, I can't believe he fell for this and did that. No, no, no. But I told them something that I have witnessed. I've borne witness to it. I've never seen anything like it since. When I used to work in production and we were around famous people, the way famous people get hit on is not the way your regular garden variety attractive person gets hit on. When a famous person gets hit on by somebody that is like really going for the gusto, the famous person gets a preview, the famous person gets a grab, the famous person gets hemmed up in a corner and pressed up against. It's very aggressive. like if we want to use the wrong kind of press down and shaking together, like it's <laughs> it's like you get you press down shaking together, do, right? Yeah, you get pressed down and shaking together. All right, you don't get they don't get like a hey, I just saw you over here or hello, I, what's your name? They don't get that. It's they, not, they it's get not the, a work wife. Up. It's not a work wife. Mm-mm. They don't get, they get the full they don't get court the work press. Wife. Yeah, full <laughs> court press. Full court press. We picking up full court. Men and, and women. Them... Men and women. Yeah. Full court press. Yeah, it's just in your face. So the same thing I say with Lecrae. I say that to say about Lecrae is like I don't know his whole situation. I can't imagine what it must be like to. Ha- I have the occasional hater, you know, in my in my social media. I have the occasional hater at work. I can't imagine going to a, a space where you know. Thousand a space of a thousand thousands of people, and you know, at any minute, that whole room can turn on you. Yeah, You're at right. the drop of a dime. But at the same time, there is a feeling that if so, it, but if we're going to put ourselves in the spaces where we charge mm-hmm. up black people, like because I believe black people need to be charged up a plenty. And, oh yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna you know we got a lot of house things. business. Oh yeah, we're gonna get, and I'm sure at some point we're gonna get on some house business. And I know Bishop is like, please, please, guys, wrap it up. But I know, and I got one last point. Come oh, on, yeah, Bishop, yeah, give me yeah, a little I, grace. yeah, yeah. Give Give Nikki some grace because we both you knew that you knew it was on our hearts. Yeah, and um, yeah, like you did. so, but I feel like in this moment we're in. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna be that way to black people who have who feel a certain way about stuff, you gotta. You gotta come. You gotta be both ways. Yeah, it cannot be partial. It has to be who you are on both sides. Yeah, yeah. You can't just. You can't give. You can't give that pastor a pass for that. Little whatever. You can't give him a pass and then like just go hard on on black women. Like you be equal opportunity. I'm timing my. I'm gonna time myself two minutes on this comment. Let me see if I can get all this out. And I think it's something that at some point we gotta unpack and discuss. I oh, believe yeah. starting now. I believe <laughs> that Lecrae's. Um, I think the the prototype of what I see happening with him. I see it in corporate. I see it in other spaces. And that is where, in order for us to promote and excel we have to be thought of as good by the white people that mm-hmm. have influence and that are in charge. And so to yeah. some degree, you do a little going along to get along, but you also do a lot of, hey, they really like me. I must be exceptional. And you kind of, you, you get into that, oh, they're not all bad. They're not this, they're not that. You, you adopt that wholeheartedly. And sometimes it's super late in the game. When you realize that it was conditional, yeah. Oh, and, and it and it it. I'm seeing that a lot now, and, and it hurts people. And it and it actually not only hurts you, but it causes a ridiculous breakdown. Had a friend who her sister 
was a cheerleader at a D1 school. Um, only black cheerleader at the D1 school joined a white sorority. She had advised the girls. She'd been in, involved in cheer, club cheer for, you know, decades. And then, of course, you know, cheering at that level. And she told, she begged her, she said, I want you to join my sorority, at least, black, you know, a, a D9 sorority, because I think you're going to need something. She didn't. Um, you know, not, my friends don't see color. This is that and the other. Join the white sorority. Mm. And um, what happened her junior or senior year in college is the sorority has like this Sadie Hawkins type thing with their, their uh, you know, sister, for, uh, for brother frat or whatever. And mm. uh, no one would go with her. And basically, nervous breakdown. Because it wasn't the first thing, it wasn't the only thing, but it was the thing that finally told her, "We're you're our sister and we love you, but there's a barrier. You'll never be us. Yeah, We can't never accept you fully in and everything you do is conditional. And the only plus side is that what her sister told me, she learned that in college. She would rather she learned it there then before she got out into the world, they had a little bit more to lose. Um, and I think that what I see with Lecrae is that he learned, and it's not the same as that wake-up call we talk about, because the wake-up call is about people appropriating. It ain't about the appropriation. Lecrae wasn't appropriating. He learned all the conditional, um, that, that, that a lot of times white America uses who they believe is a model or exceptional Negro to check boxes and say, see, we're not here. But even an exceptional person, there's a condition on it. And when you yeah. cross that line, what they give us, they take it, they take it away to yeah, check. Don't it. start. And I, yeah, I don't know how to you know. Yeah. Oh, I, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I, I don't know how to like, unpack that dynamic and that phenomenon, because I think, so many of us have had to go through it in one way or the other. If we don't discern it immediately, yeah. we go through it sometimes. And I see a lot of people go through it. And um, yeah, and I think he went he went through it publicly. And I think he mm -hmm. still, as he said, I do believe that he's still healing from it. He's still dealing with people who I thought loved me. Yeah. Um, it wasn't real love. It was just checking a box. It's they turned on me immediately. Oh yeah, it was so quick. I think and I think we're all we've all been I, I know I went through that. Just this, you know, when when this when when George Floyd was killed. Yeah. Like when I because and, and I've I've never been like real you know, people usually pretty much know where my you know, where my head is and what I'm thinking. And 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 if they ask me, I'll be honest. You know, no, I don't like that. You know, I don't. Yeah. No, that's not cool. You know, and we're talking about things like racism, but for some reason, this incident and everything that's followed has has really got people choosing sides. And 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 a lot of and, and I think I know for a fact because a lot of friends have messaged me in private. You know, we've had these conversations, mm -hmm. like how hurt and it is everybody. Has felt like how hurt that people who have been in their face calling them friends, you know, yeah, asking them for advice, talking to them about family, doing all these things like people they thought they could trust, trust, trust. In the end, they found out what these people really thought of them, and it was it really thought about black people and and lumped you in there with everything else and didn't value your opinion. Therefore, it feels like didn't value you and. And it's be, it's been like it can take you down the road, and depending how invested you were in that, depends on how fast you come out of it. Because I think, yeah, I was, I know I experienced a, a good couple of days where I was really upset, but I then came out on the other side and was like, it's disappointing, but I also have a joy in me and a, a, a joyful life and a desire to do more and live more and so i gotta come out of it and after that i may get upset or mad i may think about it for a second get pissed off like because that's human but i'm not that that funk that deep like you call it the sunken place like you know 
I think it just depends on your investment in mm-hmm. that. Like if you, if you, cause I think just judging by the conversations the three of us have had with each other, we have all kind of had enough experiences to let us know that we can't just dive completely in and just lose ourselves in that. Yes. Um, so when we pop, so, so we, we, we're like, okay, cool. But when we come out on the other side, like we're like, like we came out of those situations early, like early in life. And we, 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 somewhere in us, there's that, okay, that's how it's going to be. All right. Like, so, so yeah, it might hurt for a moment, but people who invested wholeheartedly in it and were like, oh, this is, you know, there's no way they would disrespect me. There's no way, you, you know, yeah, we realize they're not going to ask us to that dance. You know, right. in the end, we mm-hmm. realize we not get asked asked to that dance. So you, whether you think you unpacked it or not, you unpacked it enough to like, whoa, you're right. Like, I'm probably going to, you know, when this is over, I'm going to be thinking about that still. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You know. In wrap up news, Facebook has fist on it for Juneteenth. Anybody else seen that? See, I, I use the hell out of my fist emoji anyway. Now, if, now if they got the fist, it's like these like, chains. Like, it's like fists going up, breaking chains. Where it says Facebook in my app, it does. And if you mm. touch it, it takes you to a Juneteenth page, a Juneteenth fan page. Hashtag Juneteenth. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's- yeah, it's like, hey, Facebook, I don't need you to be woke for me. Yeah, like, to... it's like, <laughs> okay, we have a logo now for Juneteenth. Yeah. All right, thanks. All right. We've decided to do it this way. You know, it's like, okay, Facebook, you do you, Facebook, but I'm so good. Like... Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're oh. getting all these cues from I know. the, this the producer. All I know. <laughs> the chicken leg. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff ready up for in here, leg. so... Yeah, but Look, um, we should shout out Dwayne Lacey because he got an interview with Lecrae. Awesome! On newreleasetoday.com. I cannot so. wait to hear his interview. Um, and uh, forgive me, Dwayne, but <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, I want to. I want to hear. I can't wait to hear the um the interview and you know um. Yeah, we got some things to unpack. Not so much about Lecrae, but that what that that story that that what that prototype Ooh. entails, what that experience is. His experience is a lived experience, and how that experience looks. If it can be like that for him on that level, where he has he ain't the working poor like a lot of us are, you know, like the lay yeah. person. What is that experience like for the lay person that does not? have you know the platform he has does not have you know um yeah what is that like for that so yeah exactly you know and let it be what it is i i i want to yeah i I feel like this is something obviously it brings out something in all of us so yeah we yeah we still got to talk about it yep so i guess um I guess until next time, until we reconvene, there's yeah. going to be more because there's something every day right about yeah. now, especially during this quarantine. So <laughs> until oh, yeah. next time. Where's where's Bishop to sign us off? We, we're not good at this, Bishop. I know. I'm like, <laughs> Let each one reach one to teach one.